I'm not, maybe God just didn't choose me. It's, that's the wrong understanding. Because it's not, again, not to edification, because it's leaving a person hopeless rather than with hope. But when it's spoken like we just read in Ephesians here, now we're pointing how God knows everything, but God had his map, so to say, whatever you want to say, that how he is going to bring his children back. The Bible talks, there's no question the Bible talks that there's going to be many lost and many uh, many saved, but it says that what is the gate brought the way that goes to eternal destruction? Many there be that go in there. I don't, I've never read, or do I see anywhere in God's word that God has ever ordained and, and found pleasure or happiness in that, that he's created a child that he has, or that, that he has just said, Christ didn't atone for your sins. He atoned for the ones that he atoned for, and they're the only one to heaven. We know that the only ones that are in heaven are the ones that possess the redemption of Christ. There's no question about that. But to, to say that, to say that scripturally that God has ordained it that way, that He has a sovereign will that He's just going to choose some and cast the rest off. I just haven't written about. He doesn't rejoice in the death of a sinner. So, to me, it's not edifying. It, it's rather plunges people into and then we can go into the understanding, you know, we can we be honest with the whole discussion because it talks about general call, election call and, 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 uh, and, and uh, effectual call and well we can go into those matters too but there again, a person can get pretty mixed up in it, you know we know that, there's a, that God calls but God doesn't make a general call so that just to satisfy himself that he has made a call and then out of the general call he's just going to choose something we feel like because the rest of the uh, atoning work of Jesus was not for them. I just don't read that in the Bible. I don't, I don't have a father in heaven that is like that, you know. Yeah, we, have a, we have a loving father you wonder why why this world continues on and on and on but you know, he's, he doesn't you know the judgment is going to come you know but God is still patiently you know he's patient and he's waiting and hoping that you know that a few more will come that's why he has to you know come and destroy destroy the earth right away he is, he is a loving God Part of the word election, it's in the Bible. As soon as the person hears election, they define it in their brain right away that well, God elected some and not others. But that's not the definition of election. We could read in the Bible when we had time to do it. We'd find that election is Christ. The election is the definition I heard. What's that? That's the definition I heard. But see, there's a word selection, then we could talk about limited. There's a word, but that's not in the Bible that there's a, that God that that God has a selected will. I know God has an elected will, but not a selected will. If there's selection, then we take and we now go into a limited, and now we're talking about a God that will save some and not others because He has selected some. What would make? I, I, that's why I just can't understand that. What would make God a selection God when they're all His created children? Well, why would you even want to dwell? I don't understand. Why would you want to dwell on this? I try to understand that in detail. But what? 
but but uh, when the king went bad and the people went bad, the iniquity of Israel. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it was their son. What's that? And a lot of times it was their son. Yeah. I'm wondering if it would be beneficial too for a minister's meeting, maybe the ministers just go for a while. That so let's get to know each other's heart a little bit better in these matters we're discussing. Well, I think that that's right. And I think, um, I mean, my suggestion, of course, I guess is pretty evident, but I would I would love to have a meeting with all of us as Steve. Yeah, I guess I would be for that too. So we don't have to have a microphone. <laughs> talk to one another. It's pretty sad if you know we're not going to talk to one another too. We can all fall into that. That the devil's trap. None of us are ever beyond, uh, or ever will be on beyond cor uh, correction because we're flesh, you know, and and I think that. Uh, that's why the Bible tells us that that if you see a brother overtaken in a fault, research and such one in the spirit of meekness. Like, and you know what? If the brother, I mean, the Bible tells us about that one place we were talking about today, even about that, uh, that uh, if your brother offends you and you go and talk to him and then he he doesn't doesn't acknowledge and you bring him before two and three and then finally before the congregation, if that brother continues to be in his stays and defends his uh, wrong which he would be offending you. It says in the ultimate end, it says, for you though, it didn't say the whole congregation, but it says that you would hold up as a public enemy. That there's a process that the Bible talks about that too, right? So if a person would stay without, if a person is beyond reproach and, and we don't have room in our heart to be corrected, we don't like it because we have that pride devil, you know. But um, it's been going around in my mind, I guess, I probably, I don't know if I got it across, but one thing that's been going around in my mind is restoration. Because our nature would be to, like those disciples, let's read, fire to come down from heaven on them. Jesus said, no, you don't know what spirit you're on. The spirit of Jesus is to restore, not to destroy. And if, if uh, restoration can't happen, well then it can't happen, but that's not in our part. The part is the Bible says, from our part, is to make restoration. Then maybe Doug is right. Let's get Steve here with all those preachers and the board. and For that matter, that we could be, that'd be a matter of restoration. And We've done that before. On these particular subjects right here? And, it's still, and, it's, and these issues still come up. Well, I so personally, since the beginning of this church. Yeah. Well, I personally haven't been in a meeting that everybody's been around and we're discussing Alright, do we stand with scriptural predestination? Or is it that but? And this, these, these matters of... Some of these phrases, yeah, they can be left off. Are we going to? Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm not talking about getting into some big, huge yeah. discussion. We're talking about some, some matters and let's write, write them down if we have them. Let's discuss them. We have done that. We've done that. We've discussed these. We've had, we were on the bank over there once till 1 o'clock in the morning. And we all come out of there. You know, maybe Steve has a tape. He knows the concerns here. Address them and be specific. Then it's in writing. We all have it. This is my understanding of predestination. Simply put, don't go.
going some big wordy wordy thing. Simply put, do you understand according to word? And so far, I think that's people's concern. I have not personally heard Steve say with his mouth, predestination is in Christ and Christ alone. I've never heard that. Now maybe Steve should say say so. Is that what he believes or not? Or is it in some foreknowledge? Where are you basing it? I think Doug beautifully talked about those matters. Do we, do we agree with that or not? We have to address though that, I mean, because if we get in a group, we're going to come out of there in agreement. My prediction. Because it's happened before. But yet, what's spoken from the pulpit raises questions. What is his understanding? Right. So... I mean, it's it's my my example. Bob and I were talking. I says, if you know, I'm in college here, and there's, there's this guy who knows knows his topic. He knows it, right? But he continually fails the class because they just can't. They don't understand what he's talking about. Right? What's college going to do? Can't have you teaching there because they're not learning. They're not understanding. I mean, simple example, you know, analogy, but it's like, like race, we've done this before on a number of occasions. You know, the last time we talked, saying it's just those words, it's not edifying. You know, we don't want to go on those, we don't want to go into those, and the next time it's boom, again. And that's what caused a lot of questions even on your, your, your own behalf, you know. So, it's like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. It's our desire to all be in unity. It's our desire to be together and all of that. But, you know. It's got to be in the Word, though. Yeah, unity can be in anything, but if it's not in the Word, we have nothing. We had, we had the meeting here with Wilford and, uh, and, and uh, Gary when he was here then. And everybody was in agreement, and now there's those that aren't. So have they changed in six months, or weren't they really telling the truth? You know? So, I don't... Everybody was in agreement, and now there are those that aren't in agreement with what? With the discussions we had with Wilford on... What were the baptism, predestination, infant salvation, things like that? There's a law for oh. question he talked about. Forgiveness of sin. I yeah, I, I don't. I didn't know if people have changed from agree uh, coming, you know, agreeing that that was a, a good meeting there. Hmm. So it's like I, I don't know. So nothing really changes this. Nothing has really changed. And what we're about to do is the same thing we've done. So where do we go? What do we do? I, I'm at a loss. <laughs> I'm at a loss. I don't know. Because it's it's there's been problems and there's been issues for a number of years.
Well, the Bible tells us not to be weary in well doing, and I know none of us feel like we're doing well, but it does fit. If God had granted grace that well doing is being done, and I believe that the matters that are in discussion are, are on the table for discussion. They're the most important matters that uh, you'll ever have in this life, you know, because they're all the living matters of discussion. But so in it all. I would hope that none of us would get discouraged and all I know is it's a tough tough battle you think about it and you wonder about it and you ask God to, that we could pray about it and about all the matters and uh, reveal the truth, the truth, you know. John said there's no greater joy to have to know that my children walk in truth and that. So even though the board has met many times and we've talked and discussed and you know, all these different things, I think that uh, being that the main reason we even gathered here is because these are the matters that are in question and, and, the, and the things that are in question is that people hear things that Steve is saying and that's why I feel that it would be very important that even though there's been many meetings, that's okay. We're still living and we're alive and if we go back simply to our own family, we'd, we'd have a hundred meetings if we could. If the children are if we feel the children are doing wrong and with the hope that they would if they're doing wrong then that they'd uh, see that they're doing wrong you know and I think it'd be uh, not in a dissension way you know the Bible tells us God hates discord but that we could talk about it and, and speak about the matters with Steve at a meeting you know I think that is at least the beginning of what the Bible means when it says to restore. To restore. I know one thing: none of us want to be wrong. No, eternity is too long, and we're just this life is just a little, little part of of everything because eternity is going to be forever. You know. The last meeting we had with him, he said none of us even belong on the board. Yeah, see, it. that's what I'm saying. That's what attitude we got going here. That's what I'm saying. Those kind of statements. Not going to tell me how to preach. Those kind of statements, uh, when they're made, I'd like to ask, why did you make that kind of statement? Because that's not. That's you can't not judge either. the individual heart that way. But see, that's, that's, that's a statement like that's not either a statement. I got nothing against you at all. Personally, I got nothing against Steve. Yeah. I got nothing against anybody. Mm-hmm. But you talk and you do that kind of stuff. And you are recommended. You just get thrown back in your face. So what does that mean? What did Steve say? He said none of us should be yeah, on the board. That's exactly what he said. None of us belong on the board. You know, the thing is, is you know, we should have taped that too. I guess. Yes. <laughs> I don't think a tape is bad. <laughs> Seriously, Bob, I have nothing against Steve. Seriously, but when things like this happen and, and you are recommended for it. Your kids don't slap you in the face for it, do they? Is that what you were supposed to do? Are my kids supposed to slap me when I recommend them? No, they're not. Humbly, I, I feel that you know there's no respect, yeah. <clears throat> respect for the board, you know, and um, you know stuff like that happen. And also, you know, when you got a preacher that's preaching, you know, and it's the board's duty. You know, I've been I've been hammered many times by you know different individuals that we're not doing our job. 
and repentance or what? I think so. Who's that? Steve. I don't remember. I remember that listening to that. I mean, you know, it's not up to the board to, um, I mean, the board has the, you know, the, the power to take them down, but it's the congregation, I mean, to, you know, to vote on it. I can't say those last two sermons because they agreed with my heart and what I've experienced. That's my feeling. I don't think he spoke nothing wrong in those last two that are archived anyway. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what uh, I know. 
what the status as far as a congregational meeting, I don't know. I know they can call, who, who can call, or what, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I've got extra copies here if anybody wants to charge. But I know it can be posted. It's probably in there. I'm not that good a reader, but... conducts himself unbecomingly or departs from the true doctrine and from spiritual unity and love of the congregation. He shall be dealt with according to the teaching and instructions recorded in the 18th chapter of Matthew. <clears throat> but if all instruction, warnings, admonishments are of no avail, nor effect correction on the minister, the congregation may then by a majority vote discharge him. However, he may remain in his he, he may remain in his position for three months unless he wants to resign sooner, but he must account to the congregation for his ministry during that period. I never understood that last sentence. But. What does that mean that people could call it a special meeting? Huh? Yeah. No, I would want to cast thought preaching either, but, but because if he can't speak edifying things, then we got a problem. Like Doug said, hey, there's, we've had some nice conversations with Steve. Mm -hmm. They stay on the matters that we're discussing. We can have, I think there's a oneness of heart in that. Yeah, in a while, a year or so ago, I mean, he used yeah. to, I thought he used to speak precious. It just in the last, I agree, in the last year or so, I don't know. It's just, I've seen a different Steve. Speak of your conversion. Speak of how God works in your heart daily. And so on and so forth. Speak of your experiences. Those are good. Elder brother, just we were in services out west. and Many, many hearts were rejoicing. And saying how oh, God was so good with the word. And the elder brother said, Speak of your experiences along the way. Carl said, Speak of them. So people get to know your heart. Oh, wow, what a beautiful exhortation. Seems like we're getting lost in doctrinal things and how about just simply the word? Doctrine has its place. Doctrine is what? Teaching, hey? It says here in Ephesians that doctrine. Uh, he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, some teachers. For and this was all the word of God that was spoken through the different gifts. It says, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come into the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro by and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men and cunning craftiness whereby they enlighten and wait to deceive, but speaking the truth, in love may grow up into him in all things which is the head, even Christ. It goes on talking more than that. 
versa, that from whom the whole body fitly joined together, compacted by that which every joint supplieth according to the effectual working and the measure of every part, making increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. That's where it speaks of the eye and the ear and the hand and the no, foot. Different. This is different. Ephesians 4. Ephesians, okay. Well, in Corinthians it speaks of the one being an eye, one being an ear, one being a hand, one being a foot, and we, all, we have need of them all. And you know, when if a man says that uh, you can't tell me how to preach, I don't know how with what tone he said that, but uh, I don't know. I find it sometimes very hard how to know where to read from. And just to say that if you feel a place comes to you and weighs upon you that you should speak of it, I mean, whether you, you don't think, you know, will the congregation like it or will the board like it or, hey, you, you speak of the place that comes to your heart, don't you? Absolutely. So Absolutely. How, how can you tell a guy, don't speak this or don't speak from there? Maybe God says we need it, what Doug speaks, Brian speaks, I speak, and Steve speaks, you know? Maybe, maybe we need it. And uh, maybe we just don't like it sometime, but that's what we need. Maybe we just don't agree with it. But maybe it's what we need. So if he speaks that kids are born of the devil, we say nothing. You know, I mean, there's other issues too. It's like, you know, we get these different preachers that come in, and, you know, then they're accused, you know, as false prophets of, you know, speak, speaking wrong. No, uh, uh, Lewis said, God's word has an answer to that too. He says that. Mark them that cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine of evil you have learned and says avoid them. The teaching. It says, For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ but their own belly that through good words and fair speeches and sin the hearts of the simple slaves. It's not wrong, it's scriptural. And if something is said wrong, that is taken up. There's no question about that, you know. That's what I told Steve, and that's what came out of his mouth. So now you're gonna tell me how to preach. Mm-hmm. I didn't say that. I just told him, Steve, if you're going to say that, keep explaining what you mean. Don't say, children are born of the devil. Amen. That's right. No matter how nice you spoke the whole sermon before, that's all people hear. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way. I've had no trouble with Steve until the last few years, years. I, I, I've always thought he's a precious brother. And then all of a sudden, this kind of stuff comes up. You don't need to repent of some sins. Maybe he didn't mean that, but then why would you say it? I would like to hear explanations of those things. Or, or yeah, take, take, right. take excerpts from what he has said, uh, but not only one sentence, but before and after. And uh, and let's think about it, you know, reason it, reason it with him on it and see what what it does say. Well, like, like you said, I mean, words that were said made people stop in their tracks. <coughs> what, what was that? You know, so, 
you know, preach sin and make people stop in their tracks if, if they know they're doing sin, repent for it. Not pick on the children. Well, it, it all goes back to that. We talked about it over many different times tonight. That uh, it all goes back to edification, because in all leadership, you know, again, Walter Arnold one time said that. There's a lot of sheep, you know, sheepfold, but there's a herdsman, there's a shepherd, and there's a hireling, you know. The hireling, when a wolf comes, he takes off the mountains. He heads for the rocks. The herdsman stays there because he has some interest in it, but the shepherd loves the sheep, and when the sheep are being hurt or being attacked, he goes there. And we know our shepherd of our soul, he went all the way to death so that we could live, you know. But, uh, all the leaders of those sheep, he said the sheep are not leaders. In fact, the sheep are very ignorant. They don't have any source of defense. If there's straw to eat, they'll eat the straw rather than if the grass could be right next to the straw and leave the shepherd to go and take, or the herdsman or the, and hire them. As long as there's no wolf, he'll, I mean, or lions around, he'll, he'll stay there, you know. But if his life is in danger at all, he takes off. But the sheep are led there, not in there, and they're fed. They're brought to still water. They can't drink water that's running, so they got to bring. Just time bring running water, they'll, spot, they'll die of thirst. So the leader got to take that sheep, and the shepherd got to take the sheep and bring them to a, a pool that's not running, so they can drink. Then they know they drink, you know. So what he was saying, and I'm not just saying uh, those that speak. I'm talking about all leaders, Sunday school teachers, board. They're the shepherds of the flock, you know. And all should be leading on to edification so that such sheep would not be left hurt or dying or get left in the wilderness in the bush, you know. I think that when we read God's word, and I think that would be real important for us to really consider that and ask God to reveal to us what it means to be that uh, leadership would be done after edification, you know. Amen. I guess people are just very concerned, you know, where is he going with these things? And it's not to edification, obviously. And maybe they're not even reconcilable, we don't know, but maybe they are. Say just reprove and rebuke alone, but with all long suffering. Yeah, it's all for all of us considered. Things we say, they're gonna lead the sheep astray. Then, wow, the blood is on our hands. For those we talk to, the board, the Sunday school teachers, even as individual, we're leading someone astray, that blood is going to be on our hands. That's pretty solemn matter. I quake when I read that. Never been my desire to lead somebody astray, and I wouldn't think it would be anybody's. I mentioned in a meeting we had that uh, 
is one thing that I've seen happening in that uh, there are precious brothers that speak the truth and for some reason there are these somewhat I call them one-liners and it was even mentioned earlier that the one statement is made and that's the people here and it throws all the good stuff out and then there's a, a firm stand taken against that one the word that was spoken uh, wrong or harsh or whatever and rightly so if something's spoken wrong you should take it or the Bible tells you that you know but what's happening is that then all the good matter that that same brother could have been speaking about is left because they're thrown to the dust well it's happened I know a man made one, one statement and, and the congregation didn't agree with him they said that's it firm stand had a board meeting no more that's it he's not allowed in this church anymore and one statement and I know the brother very well and I know that 99% of the time it, maybe that one statement I wasn't there so I don't know could have been wrong but it was made and that firm stand was taken and that was it now all the matters that the devil knows that could have been spoken unto edification you might say again like we're using the word and gone you know so if God has allowed that there's right God has allowed that there's there's uh, leaders in the Christianity and of the sheep of the day well maybe those th things should be considered and what are these one-liners that are made that are offending right that's such an offense because that's um, it feels to me like the devil is winning because then when there's enough spoken in our day and age, there's enough leaders in our day and age that speak all kinds of things that are mixed up and wrong and, and having people think that it's okay, you know, and, and uh, but yet again there's brothers that speak truth and then get an obligation from somewhere inside that they should make a statement and then a statement offends the people and well who wins it, you know? Who's the victor? Yeah, the, the devil's out to destroy however he can. What's that? I said the devil is out to destroy. He's, 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 he's out to destroy right. however he's he can. You know, doing a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah. There's, and he knows his time of hearts. Yeah, yeah. I think we ought to go with this idea. Get together. That's way more edifying. Splitting apart. And it doesn't hurt to sit, sit him down for four months. No, and no, I, I think it's not going to hurt. Nothing. I think it wouldn't be bad if Bob would speak with his son. Just like some speaking wisdom. Well, I mean, it's, it's not a, I'm not making a hasty decision. I mean, I've thought of this thing that's been going on and on, you know, for years. And, you know, I've been struggling with this thing, pondering and wondering, and it seems like I've just, you know, it's time to stand up and don't be wishy-washy.
by the same token, it's not being wishy-washy altogether. There's too much division. Particularly people leave this church. Outreach or east side or otherwise. Sad. And the scripture warns woe to those that would cause division. We do something real hasty, then we're going to be the causer of division. The right thing would be is Bob, if Bob would speak to Steve and let's get together and pray to God that we all come with a con- broken and a contrite heart in the matters. We could study what, what does God's word say about this. Alright, we know what Luther says, we know what Lestadia says, we know what Rosania says. Alright, now what does God's word say? Can we find common ground in the truth of the word? I don't think any one of us desire to go contrary. When the devil went out to deceive Jesus, he used the Bible, you know. He quoted the Bible. When he went to deceive Eve, he quoted that. Uh, did God say? And then he quoted what God said, but he quoted it wrong. Yeah. And you know what the answer was? Jesus always said, It is written. And that stood him. And he was, and he was victorious in It is written. See, what I can't understand, you know, at the last meeting we had with Steve, he said, False doctrine is being spoken up on the pulpit. Oh, what? He said false doctrine. Then, he, then let him address that. If he no, said that's that, what he's saying, let him that false it. doctrine is being preached from the pulpit. So is he the only one that's preaching right doctrine, or is he preaching false doctrine? Well, those are matters that are in question. You know? Yeah, these are the things that are in question. Write them down so you know what what what's been said. Or like Bob said, well, if said there's excerpts, the write decision. them down. I've come to the decision. That I made a motion, let's vote on it. If he's forward, if the motion is that he stays, let him stay. If not, not. What was the motion again? I made a motion that he said to the meeting not to use Steve until the annual meeting. That's all. I'm going to just throw a little. I'm talking too much, but uh, the uh, I'm gonna. Hey, I, I just want to make one thought there, really. That uh, who knows how the boat will go, but I'm just saying that I don't think a matter like this is good to bring to a yearly meeting. To a yearly meeting, well, we I'm not saying it's wrong. It it's a congregation meeting, but to a yearly meeting, we know that we have a lot of stuff to talk no, about. Well, we meeting, did it with and, uh, Sometime one small subject will go on for, especially towards the end of the meeting, will go on and on and on. You know, this subject. There's a lot. It encompasses more than what Brian was brought brought down, you know, to talk about. And what we're doing is we're taking what we're doing, though, Ray, on a, on a yearly meeting is we're taking all the sheep and we're putting them here and, and see if the sheep would decide. The sheep, though, I, I'm not kidding. I mean, I don't. I'm not making. Let me put it this way: the sheep don't have to know a lot of stuff because Jesus likens us like the sheep, you know, and sheep don't know anything. So you start throwing these questions in front of a block. I don't know where does it go because it ends up being more about character and personalities and somebody don't like something maybe how Steve would maybe they don't like his character or whatever. But are they going to really be able to understand 
I call the precious, most precious matter that we talk about tonight. Are they going to really understand that and, and make clear judgment on, on that? Well, if we don't want the sheep to know, why are we, why are we using that thing over there to copy it? Oh, yeah, I think that um, I don't think it. I don't think it'd be bad. Yeah, the machine here, the machine I'll tell you why. Because I don't. Is it written in the bylaws that way that if you do have a meeting before a yearly meeting, that it's a specific subject, and they are the only subject that can be talked about? I've heard that said in a statement. Yeah, you have to address you have to post the meeting, and you have to post the topic. The, the subject, but outside of the, if it's not a yearly meeting, outside of that subject, nothing can be voted on, right? I believe that's correct. Just what's just what's addressed on your. Where does that come from? Is that in the in those? I don't know if we've had one, <laughs> but I don't. Have we had one? Yeah, we had we had one. We had one, and what we were doing there is we were voting on. We did one on fixing the church and, and fixing the church and, and the audio streaming audio streaming video. Two things. Those two were posted, and those two were the only ones that were discussed. So I think it would be fair to say that if we did that, that's what people would expect. I don't I don't know if I'm gonna be able to find it here quickly, but I believe that was the way it was handled. All it says here, notices of general meetings of this congregation must be announced 14 days before the meeting wherein the time and place must be stated. Oh. Board of Directors should in advance so thoroughly consider matters to be decided in congregational in congregational meeting that the the propositions may be decided by the voting members of the congregation with a yes or no. The chairman must present all matters clearly and easily understood, and in case of a tie vote, he is to cast a deciding vote. Um, I guess that could apply to an annual meeting as well as any other congregational meeting. So it's not specifically addressed. Did someone call for a, a congregational meeting? Mm -hmm. yeah. Do we have to respond to it? That's right. That's right. I offered you guys the bylaws to find in there where it says that. Because I've heard that, but I can't find it in there where it says that somebody can walk up to me and say, hey, I want a congregational meeting, and then we have to have a congregational meeting. And then I heard it said that it has to be three people. I still can't see where it's written in black and white, so... But that's still putting it before the sheep. Just yeah. Not what, four months from now. Well, maybe. Maybe with that meeting in mind, is Steve willing to reconcile these matters or not? Yes or no? Bob can ask him. And then where do we go from there? Are we going to sit down and... True. 
reserved. I didn't come away from the last meeting with any indication that there was any reconciliation to be made. We weren't there. I'm sorry. We weren't at that one. No. this and I teach that and I do this and I do that through the whole meeting. I guess the meeting was about him, it sounds like to me, so I guess maybe that's how a person would answer. <laughs> no, I, I, would, yeah, I would think that you would uh, say, well, this is, you know, how God should have me to do it, not what I do, and I, I don't want to teach anything myself. If, if it's Christianity, I want God to help me teach it. Well, we can find little things to complain about, but it's, is he speaking the truth or not? It's not whether he said I or this. Well, he's, Steve said that everybody else is not speaking the truth. He says everybody else is not speaking the truth, but I speak. This is how I teach. Well, he he didn't say he everybody else. Exactly. He didn't say everybody else. He just said there has been false doctrine spoken from the Pope. He didn't say everybody. It wasn't a blanket statement. There was just some false doctrine has been spoken, which is true. against you and made fun of you and called you whatever name and how could you what, how, did, how did you cope with that and he said after being involved this long he said I've learned that when you're in a public eye like this if you don't have a thick enough hide to take it he said then, then you don't belong here but and I'm not saying for you I'm not saying that that just fits this situation here that if you don't have a thick enough hide to get off mm -hmm. I'm just saying that when you're in public, there's people that come to church. I said, like any Mohan in up north, right? He'd come to church, sit off in that. He had one spot he sat. I always remember that. Confessed to be a child of God. He asked forgiveness for his sins. He was a child of God. And that was Eddie's life, right? 
others say, you know how Eddie understands? Because he wasn't a leader. He wasn't in the public eye, you know. But if you're going to be in leadership, that's going to happen. So it's going to, you're going to hear. Some are going to say, I'm glad you're here, Paul. You've done a wonderful job. But then others are going to say, you know what? And that goes for all, everybody. But if we can't expect to just sit there and, and people come and praise every time they praise. I mean, you'll be so puffed up that, you know, it, well, it just won't happen. Because when you get a group, I don't care if you get five people, you're going to be ridiculed, you know. What's the alternative? The motion on the floor is yes, take Steve down until the annual meeting. It's well, it already second. seconded. But if that vote goes no, then what? Go follow on Brian. First, I guess you have to get over that vote, that motion, don't you? Or am I right? Am I right? You got to cover that, and then, then we'll next, next, uh, next option. Um, I'm just thinking if someone had called for a congregational meeting, well, are we? I mean, that you know, there's no sense to meet, making a motion if they're going to be congregational meeting before the annual meeting. I mean, do we have to have a congregational meeting? Can someone call one or? That's what I've heard, but I can't find it. Can the Bible with anything? I don't know. We've called one before, to my knowledge, and that was just on the end of the book. We just called a special meeting. Wasn't, let's just say, nowhere near as controversial an issue, so it was a special meeting. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I don't want to be a scapegoat or anything, but I just said I thought I pondered this and thought of it, and, and it's just like I said, it's just in a, a sudden decision. You know, I thought about it, I prayed about it. Okay, well, if the vote goes yes, then we take Steve down to fill the inning meeting and we don't talk about it again until then. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, that's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. I think we should, like Doug said, let's sit down. He knows Bob will, he'll has the tape himself. Let's, those are the matters or issues. Unless, unless we just do another meeting. I just, you know. We can sit down and discuss it. I don't personally like being told that there's only two Lutherans on the, on the board of directors or being told that we don't belong on the board. It's like, <clears throat> what do we hope to accomplish? I, I'm just, it's like, I, I'm with Ray. It's like, I don't, you know. What are, what are we going to? What are we going to do? How many times are we going to do it? How long are we going to do it each time? I don't. I don't really. I really don't know what to do or what to think anymore. Because <clears throat> we've gone through these discussions. We have gone through them in detail. <clears throat> the ones that I can recollect, we've come out of there in agreement. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. Have they been recorded? Unfortunately, no. No. Okay. That so, next meeting, 
We're going to record Steve's answers. And the recording now should go to the chairman, and that's where it should stay. I don't think you'll have a problem with that because he did say that if anybody has anything against him, he would like it in writing and signed by them, actually. So I don't think you would disagree with it being recorded. If you had a congregation meeting before the yearly meeting, at least the uh, subject would be uh, in a specific uh, this because no, but the congregation voted them in at the year of meeting <coughs> should they be allowed to well that's what I'm saying yeah, yeah, they they a congregation meeting before the uh, before the year well, the, the same meeting, I think there'd be more people here well if if, uh, if it was announced you know, that there's going to be a congregation meeting and like uh, they said they got it they have to uh, they have to specify and, and it's up to the congregation to yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I don't want anything to do with it. It's up to the congregation. I mean, let's... I'm like you. I, I'm no hurry to... I, don't, I got no desire to throw anybody out. No, I don't. I don't but it's up to you know, the congregation voted them in. The congregation should be allowed to, to vote them back in or whatever. But see, if you had a congregation meeting before the yearly meeting, that that at that meeting, the congregation has right to do whatever they can do. Whatever they're going to do. They can discuss it, talk it, vote on it, do everything they can do. I'm just saying, you bring it to a yearly meeting, there's so much to discuss at a yearly meeting. Now we're talking specific, and if there's 10 people I want to ask these questions, that's what that meeting's about. Uh, yes. It's not like Strictly we're going to talk about everything and then at the end, at 9 o'clock, 9.30, start that, we'll be there until 3 o'clock in the morning, yeah. or whatever, you know. Could be really clear it's not like taking away from the congregation, because you're having this congregation come here. I mean, as a rule of thumb, as far as I know, that if somebody asks for a special meeting from the congregation, we have to have one, whether it's written down or not. Well, when we had all the dissension and the different subject or matters in uh, with uh, uh, Eastside, um, that's exactly what we had. I don't know how many special meetings. In fact, people were saying we're sick of meeting. Remember that? Yeah. They said we're sick of meeting already because there was, but you know what we did? They got tired of it because there was the same matters were being discussed, but there was. We just had many, many congregation meetings, and it was announced that way that there's going to be a congregation meeting, and everybody knew what it was going to about. And there were a lot of people there, and they all spoke what they felt, you know. Yeah. Well, there has been discussion of meeting with him, uh, everybody meeting at the board, and the us a meeting with him again uh, if that is the option an option there well then Ray would have to rescind his motion and let's then you guys go go from that, there go from there to that meeting yeah then decide what you're going to do and we'll as we go I would suggest Monday Tuesday next week Everybody gonna be around? Monday. Monday's freaking me. Well, let's do it then. Come.
Monday would be the second Monday would be the minister meeting Monday anyway. I think it's a good idea. Let's do it. We have to sit here while I'm thinking about it. Well, we either need to vote on your motion or you need to resend it. Raise and resend. I'll resend it once. No, you can't. <laughs> brother speaks. <laughs> Big brother speaks. Are you second it? You have to resend your second. No, I'll resend it. No problem. No, you don't have a second. But I'm just, I'm just questioning do we have to have a congregational meeting with someone? Well, let's find out next Tuesday. Well, okay. so we recorded. Even if, even if it is that we have to have the congregational meeting, I don't know that it says you have to have the congregational meeting three weeks from right now. You know what I mean? So let's. You know, my opinion is, we'll go for another meeting next week. No, okay, I'll see my there. Vote. Between now and then. Motion, I mean, on my vote. Between now and then. Write some stuff down. Yep. This Write is my down. concern. This is what you said. Whatever. So we don't all come there that's blank. Right. And then start this whole thing all over again. And we'll be there until 2 o'clock in the morning. We're at the impasse again. Just like there now. Right. So here we said that. Now we need a new motion. Or do we? No. Meeting. Just meeting. <laughs> meeting on Monday. Whatever the day. Like a motion, we close. You may have a motion and uh, close the meeting. Is that what you're doing? So that meeting, will, that meeting will just be the, the board and the preachers done. That's it. Yeah, is it going to be closed? I had like ten people calling. I told them, you know what, just come over there and I'll tell you if it is or isn't. Yeah, we'll close it again. Yeah, I think we should for now. Close and report that. And that's next Monday. Yes. Like a few more days. A few more days. Yeah. What's the date you said? Edification would be to give that to Steve only. <laughs> mm -hmm. Nobody else. <laughs> <laughs>